Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Empowerment Place. This is your host, Apostle Valerie Burrell. Excited about being with you all on tonight. Excited, 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 excited about what God is doing, has been doing. Um, yeah, so thank you all so much for joining us this evening. Uh, there is a word from the Lord. Our topic this evening is choices. Choices. We have them. We make them. Good choices, bad choices. But tonight we're going to talk about choices and how our choices indicate, really truly indicate who we are in God and whether we truly are about kingdom business or operating on our own accord. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you now thanking you, praising you, honoring you for this teaching time. Holy Governor, we acknowledge you. We thank you for what you will reveal. We thank you that the seed of this word will be planted in good soil and it shall bring forth the manifestation of your desire. Father, we bind out every hindering spirit. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you now, God. We thank you now, God, for what you're about to do. And we count it down in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Choices. We'll read to you our scripture. Amen. Coming from Joshua 24, verses 14 and 15, it's the English Standard Version that reads, Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether it be the gods of your father served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. I bless God for our callers who are on. Of course, if you have questions, comments, you want to get in on the conversation, please press one, and I will bring you live. Praise God. So, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And that's in verse 15. And it talks about, we're talking about choices. This weekend... Um, I, I want to thank everybody again, those in the RVA region that came out to hear me more, which was um, grateful also to uh, Resurrection People of God for the move and the obedience of Pastor Maxine today in service. And uh, early this morning, the Holy Spirit was dealing with me about the choices that we make how we have a tendency to come up with excuses as to why things are the way they are. We choose where we go. We choose what we do. We choose 
people we hang out with. We choose when we're going to make an excuse for not doing one thing or an excuse for doing another thing. We have all these choices that we make that should be led by the Holy Spirit, but many times our choices are driven by a need that's driven by our flesh. That's driven by our flesh. Oh, God, okay. That's driven by our flesh. Y'all gonna have to help me because see, I'm already, I'm, I'm sensing some things, and 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 I want to stay, I want to stay here, according to what the Spirit is saying. So y'all pray, pray with me, pray for me, um, in this, pray, pray, pray for me in this, because I know that many of us are experiencing some things in life right now where. We've got to make some choices. Our desire is to live according to God's plan. Our desire is to please him in all things. But there's some some, some things in our lives, uh, much like what we talked about on yesterday, some things in our lives that have to be uprooted in order for us to fulfill what it is that God wants us to do. And Sometimes we're challenged with that because although we know and we hear what it is that God is saying and what God desires, there's sometimes some inadequacies within us that still make us choose to do contrary to what the Lord says. When this scripture says that for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. I'm grateful to God for a husband. A husband who knows God, who hears God, who adheres to the word of God, to know that it's not a problem in our home to serve God because we both made conscious choices to please God in all of our ways, to acknowledge him in all of our ways, to give him our consistent yes, in all things. But when I look at our choices, because I've been paying attention, y'all, I've been looking, I've been listening, I've been looking and I've been listening to people who want to want to quantify and qualify their choices that are seemingly contrary to what God wants when they start facing the consequences of the choice. I think somebody said it today, or they may have said it yesterday, as long as our choices aren't disclosed, we're okay. But as soon as our stuff gets revealed, as soon as the covers get pulled back off of our choices that were contrary to the will of God, then we start bellyaching. Then it starts being a problem. Then we need prayer. Then we need some things that are more in line with what God wants. Instead of us just making the choice from the beginning, doing what God wanted from the beginning so that your choice is already in alignment 
and you don't have to deal with unnecessary consequences. Just backtrack over your life today and all the choices that you've made today. How many of those choices were clearly choices led by the Spirit of God, and how many of those choices were because it's what you wanted to do or what man wanted you to do? Just a little quick inventory. How much of what you've done today was done by choices led by the Spirit of God, or were there choices made by man and yourself? Oh, it'd be like a apostle bell. I I don't know. I I I, I didn't I didn't really pay attention. Maybe I didn't pay attention. Maybe I just went about my day like I normally do any other Sunday. And not really paying attention to the choices, um, I just did what I did. And, and if that's the case, how's that working? Pastor Tony Lynn would say, how's that working for you? You have to ask yourself, how's that working? When you're doing, when you're choosing to do the things that are pleasing to man, pleasing to self, and not pleasing to God, how is that working for you? Is it bringing forth the manifestation of God's promises, or is it bringing with it problems? Because generally, when we make choices to do things outside of the will of God, it's going to bring about problems and not promises. But because we're desiring to receive the promises of God and, and live according to all that the Father has for us, then that would suggest, I'm going to suggest to you, then that you consider choosing, choosing to do things according to God's will, plan, and purpose for your life. That's what I'm going to suggest. That's, that's what I'm going to suggest. Should we reassess what we're doing, how we're doing, what we're doing, with whom we're doing, all those things, and see if it's, see if it's really being truthful to do things your way, choosing to do things your way versus God's way. I've got several callers on the line. I would love that you would aid in this conversation, if you would press one, and we can bring you live. Amen. Um, Prophet Nina, Apostle Benny, Pastor Tori, I know those numbers. If, if you have something to share, please press one, amen, and, and, and share with us your thoughts about the choices that we make and why we're making them and, and, and what, what's taking place. When we make certain choices and we've got to deal with the consequences, we have to be concerned about how that speaks to who we are as believers who we are as ambassadors for Christ. Because when we're saying to people, we love God, we live according to God's word, we're faithful, we're we're all these things, but yet our walk is contrary because we're choosing to look like the world, we're choosing to sound like the world, we're choosing to behave like the world, but we show up on Sunday to do the religious activity 
without accountability. Look at your household. Can you declare that after me in my house? Okay, if you are single, you're married, you know, you got a house full of kids, grandkids, whatever the case may be. Is your house the place where you dwell? Do you dwell there as unto the Lord? Even within your temple, the temple where the Holy Ghost resides. Are you are you wholeheartedly serving the Lord? Giving him your all. I talked about this, we talked about this a little bit this morning at Resurrection Temple of God on Pastor Maxine's asking the question, Are you a vessel that God can use? Can he can his spirit dwell in you? It says no unclean things as well. Are you a vessel? Are you housing the word, housing the Holy Spirit? Such that the Spirit can dwell in you and, and God can be exemplified through your behavior, through your choices, in such a way that God will be glorified by what you do. I know I'm asking questions. I know it may be causing you to go, hmm, 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 and that's good. And if you've got some answers, press one, come live, share with our listening audience your thoughts. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I'm in a place, and, and I, I've said this all weekend, and I'll probably be saying it forever, forever more, that I, I continue in this journey that, that God has me on, and he continues to reveal himself to me in such a magnificent way that my my focus is on pleasing God. I know I have responsibilities as a wife, as a mother, as a grandmother, as a counselor, and you know, the different hats that I wear as, as an apostle. Um, I have different hats that I wear, and I, I, I choose that in all those things, they have to align according to God's plan for my life. I can't, I won't, I can't, I'm not going to say I can't because I could. I am not, I am not going to allow man's ideals about who I should be, nor man's idea of who I should be in God dictate or diminish who I know I am in God. I make that choice consciously. And we've been having conversations over these last weeks where women especially have been challenged because of relationships that have cycled them, that have caused them to diminish what it is that God is doing in their lives. But I, I'm just sharing with you all now, please, my brothers and my sisters, 
in this season, you have got to know who you are in God for yourself, not to be defined by man, but only defined by God's plan for your life. You're going to have to come to a place where you're consciously doing what's required, handling the business, utilizing time management, setting aside conversation, putting some things to rest in order to solely focus on what it is that God wants for you. You've got to make some choices. And I can share with you that every choice that I've made has not always been the right choice. I've had to deal with some consequences behind my choices. I've I've had the most thoughts because of my choices. But I'm grateful to God that I learned from those choices what not to do the next time and how to fine-tune my ear to hear what the Spirit is saying so that the consequences going forth will be those of the promises and not of the problems. What's the next big thing that you have before you that you've got to make a choice about? As you're praying about it, as you're seeking God, Are you being attentive to what the Spirit of God is saying? Or are you looking at the circumstances that are attached to your choice? What's the driving force? What's keeping you you in that vein to please God and to do what's right? Or what may be pushing you to the place where you're just going to do it the way you feel you need to do it and let the chips fall where they may. My brothers and sisters, let me encourage you, that is not the way you want to go. That is not the way you want to go. That's just not the way that you want to go. It's time for us to make conscious, godly choices. It's time for us to give our all, not just in words, but to give our all in words and in deeds, seeking the Holy Spirit for guidance in all things concerning our lives. If we're in a place that we're uncertain about God's plan, then this is a good time for you to become attentive, to spend time in the presence of the Lord, to incline your ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to you, to give you the clarity you need in moving forward and pursuing your purpose. Wow. Okay. 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 I, I bless God. I bless God. I'm just going to say I bless God because even as I'm sharing this, the Holy Spirit is saying that, you know, the 
somebody listening now who feels like they don't have control over making choices. They feel that choices are constantly being dictated. Um, they have no say so. If that with some are feeling, then there's time for another type of reassessment where you are really seeking Holy Spirit for understanding. When you're not sure and secure in who you are in God, when you're unsure about your validity, then there are times that you will begin to question everything, feeling as though you're not worthy, you're not accepted. All those things will happen. And that's the time that you've got to start choosing then to really operate in the mind of Christ. You've got to change your mindset. You have to change your perspective. And you certainly have to change your conversation. Because the word tells us life and death is in the power of the tongue. And when you begin to speak these things that are contrary to the word of God and to his will for your life, life and death will follow what you say. Because you made a choice to speak the words that you spoke, and now you have to live with the consequences that come behind it. Y'all, it's so important, it's so very important that we not, we not, take for granted or we not we not become so well not even taking it for granted. We we know that God is faithful and that God is just and because he loves us he takes care of us in a very a very special way. But we can't take his love for granted. We can't we we can't we can't act like we, we, we know him a certain way today but tomorrow is different because life circumstances and situations present a different thing. We have to stay consistent in him. We have to choose to be consistent. We choose. Come on, choices, choices. Everything about this life is centered around choices. We either choose to do good, we choose to do bad, we choose to do nothing. Sometimes either of those. But everything in life really does boil down to choices. And, and you have to choose. Lord says, choose you to say who you will serve. Who are you going to serve? Where are you going to put your trust? What are you going to rely on? What's it going to be for you? Are you going to be tossed and driven by every wind and doctrine that comes through and trying every new thing, standing on every every theology that presents itself, every every theory that presents itself, um, and, and that would have you questioning the validity of who God is and what he can do in your life as led by the Spirit of God? Or are you going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, trusting his word, being like a tree planted by the rivers of water, not being moved because you know that God is able and well able to do and exceedingly abundantly above anything you could ask or think. Think in your life that it all boils down to your choices. Your choices. 
Good choices. Good choices. Again, we do have several callers. If you have something you'd like to add, please press 1 and we can bring you live. Amen. If not, that's all I had to share with you this evening. We've got choices to make. Every day, life presents choices. And we have to know that the choices that we make will reflect to all who are being attentive the truth about who we are. We can talk about living for Christ. We can talk about being a Christian. But if our choices do not mirror that confession, then our witness is gone. We can talk kingdom principles all day long. But if our conversation is not speaking to that consistently, it's not going to work, y'all. It's not going to work. So I, I, I admonish you that in these next days, weeks, whatever the case may be, please, my brothers and sisters, Make godly, conscious choices in every area of your life so that you're able to receive the promises of God and not the problems of this world. Thank you, Father. Father, thank you. Thank you for what you've spoken. Thank you. Father, that this world will go forth with clarity and understanding. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for what you're doing in each of us to make us more aware of the choices that we make, such that we will do those things and those things only that are pleasing unto you. Father, we thank you, and we count it done now in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And amen. Blessings to each of you. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We do ask if you have prayer requests. We have intercessory prayer each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 5 a.m. You're able to send your prayer requests to me on Facebook, Valerie Burrell. There are several others um, that are in our group that you can find. You can also go to our page, The Empowerment Place, LLC, and leave your prayer request there, and we will gladly intercede on your behalf. As always, sisters, please know that you are the key to your own empowerment. And once you've been empowered, we want you to take the responsibility to empower someone else. We say God bless you. Have a great night.